All right, welcome back to this very special episode of the Adventist City Ministries podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Bob. Well, this is an interesting time that we are living in, uh, in a time of God's love in the time of the coronavirus. Uh, so how have you guys been? What's, what's been going on uh, with uh, your time and... Are, are you are you able to cope with everything that's going on? You mean nothing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I you know I'm out of work, so it's uh, it's a lot of downtime, but um, a lot of good things are happening too. Yeah, same here. I I haven't worked. Uh, I guess this is going into week five for me. Um, we shut the, down the office sometime the end of March. So, uh, no use. I, I, I never been so happy to go out and mow the grass. There's something to do. Right. Right. Yeah. We just heard that Pennsylvania won't be opening up again until the 15th of May. So another, another 30 days from, from today. So yeah, the, Simplicity Outreach is is closed until further notice until we, at least until the 15th of, of next month, um, maybe longer depending on, on what else is going on. Uh, for myself, um, I'm still doing design work and that's that's been keeping me busy. Um, but the school that I have a part-time job with, you know, they're closed like uh, all the other public schools and private schools in Pennsylvania and um, they won't be resuming even uh, after the uh, quarantine is lifted. So I, I'm going to be carrying myself through with lots of design work, hopefully. Yeah, so today I wanted to talk about how we think about God during this time because I'm sure by the end of this, everybody's going to know somebody that has been affected by the coronavirus maybe even somebody who has passed away or, or, you know, come close, come very close to it at least. Um, so how do we, how do we uh, approach people and when they have questions about, well, where's God in all of this? Where, what is he doing? Why did he allow this? What do you guys That's, think? It's a good question. And I, it's, it's, it's a, a question that comes like in many forms and seems like whenever there's suffering or, or catastrophe that, that, that's the, um, you get that question in one, in one flavor or another. Well, you know, if it's basically, if, if, if God is good and loving, then why do bad things happen in the world or why do bad, you know, bad things happen to good people? And I think there is an answer, um, to that, um, but it, 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 it takes a certain, you have to have a certain concept of, you know, who God is and what's going on here in, in this world. So where do we start? Cause you brought it up. <laughs> where, where do we start? Yeah. I think we start by, by thinking about, okay, who, who God is and, and we can't define God based on our our terms it's it, it's kind of like the story of job you know the, the story mm -hmm. of job was well, he had a lot of bad things happening to him 
and and the explanations that he got for that were what were you know well it's because god's punishing you or you know because there's some kind of sin thing going on but the true the true the true uh explanation to or the the uh, explanation to what was what was going on there is that we don't always we, we don't always know what 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 the future is that it's unraveling but god does and he and he and he's and he's still in charge and he's he, he's 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 got a, a an end an end goal in mind for all of us and and so it's when you when if you have that understanding of him then then the things that are happening in our in our uh, the immediacy of our lives are are measured against what what we know that God has planned for us in the future okay i don't know if that made sense but um, yeah i kind i kind of like to think of it in two lines andrew one of those lines is what it took to get to the cross historically and a lot of bad stuff if you read the old testament a lot of bad stuff happened it's hard to understand but what it took to get to the cross so that all of humanity had the opportunity for salvation and then what it takes to bring us home those are the two lines that i think about and so i can con i can contextualize some of the things that go on on the basis of thinking that way that god's trying to bring us home and there's going to be things that happen uh, the evil is going to re- reveal itself in that process. And that's part of allowing uh, the whole universe know that God's plan is better than the alternative. And uh, so I think that's the easiest way for me to understand it. You know, sometimes it's, I can't, it's specific incidents, it's hard to, um, you know, I have relatives that are suffering from the whole idea of, you know why do why does bad th- why do bad things happen to people? Um, but it's like Bob said, you have to understand what God's trying to accomplish and do in all of this, which is more universal than, uh, but it includes me. We we had done an episode, uh, Jeff, you and I, we had done an episode before on God's wrath, and in it we talked about how. Uh, Usually, when we think about wrath, it's it's the anger and the the uh, the vengeance of God almost. But we we actually clarified that it has more to do with our separation from God, and when we how and when we allow our our choice to disregard God's plan for our lives, then we experience wrath. We we experience separation from Him. Um, yeah. And that's not necessarily what's going on with uh, with our situation right now. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, some people may say that, oh, all of this is, is God's wrath and he's angry and he's showing people that they need to get right with him by, by you know, doing all this to us, you know, as if he's trying to motivate us through fear. And mm-hmm. that's not something that God does, is it? No, not, I mean, that was, uh, going back to the example of Job, that was their explanation to him of why, you know, why he was suffering, that, you know, God was angry with him for something that he did. And, of course, we know that, we, we know that wasn't the case, because in the, in the book, we, we can see that, that, uh, 
there was other things going on. And, and I, you know, I, I think Jeff s- said it well, that it, it, it's not always going to be that we understand exactly what God is doing. That's not the question. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not sometimes within our, our ability to understand what God is doing, but we, but we can trust that he's doing what is best for us. Yeah. And you mentioned Jeff, that there's a, there's a second part to it, that God has a, has a plan and he is working. So rather than thinking that, you know, God's forgotten us or abandoned us, uh, or he's, doing something cruel, but he actually has a purpose for, for what he's doing right now. And I want to talk about that purpose because all of, all of what's been going on in the church life, you know, almost all churches are closed. I mean, I don't know of anywhere that they are open, but you know, ministry has changed significantly. Every, everything's switched to online now, people meeting, uh, via video and and uh, you know conference call, um, we have a prayer ministry right now that uh, a bunch of ladies they get on and and they have a, a conference call. Um, so to me, this has all really been a blessing because you know we've had to catch up. The church has had to uh, catch up with technology and see where we are in order to connect with people because. Uh, our our goal as Christians is to connect with people and tell them about Jesus and tell them that there's actually somebody who loves them. So how have you guys uh, seen technology changing? Right, right, industry? right now, uh, people are willing to listen to anything that explains what they're they're thinking, you know, or experiencing. And so, a, a lot of people are turning to uh, things of a spiritual nature to to try to understand. Uh, you know, where we are at in time and what might be going on. And uh, the technology thing is, I'm quite encouraged with, um, uh, I'm doing quite a bit more um, in terms of meetings and Bible studies that way now. And people seem to be quite open to um, asking questions. And it's a much broader base of people who are tuning in from you know nons to uh millennials and gen z's gen y's everybody they feel comfortable with the venue and that makes uh, bible study happen a little bit more interestingly so so and you're right it is a blessing in that way because i think i think there's some there is some spiritual revival going on in the land maybe in the world and uh, we need to capitalize as christians we need to capitalize on it Mm -hmm. Bob, how have you been adjusting to the whole change? Well, we're we're holding you know our our whole church service now on on uh, online, and um, I, yeah, I think I think like Jeff said, people have adapted to it quite well, and and I think it actually in in some ways it's it's easier for some people um, to connect uh, at at this point in time. So. Um, you know, that's kind of interesting because 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 it's kind of a lot of people that you know that they think about 
things that Jesus said with regarding to, to the time of the end. You know, you think this is what, you know, what they're talking about and the wars and rumors and wars and tribulations and all that kind of thing. And, and, and in Jesus' telling of that, he, he said to, to his disciples, but to you, it's going to be a, 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 you know, an opportunity to witness, basically, he said. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like Jeff was saying, it's like that, that um, if we, if we um, view it through that prism, we see that people are much more um, receptive now to, to, to spiritual things. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot going on in terms of uh, one of the one of the ministries in the church. They've whipped up a, a whole evangelistic series campaign in in the last four weeks, and it's it's starting really soon. And so all this all this stuff is kind of coming together. And for me, it's we're we're really in the time of of the trumpets, uh, which is. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but, you know, basically getting, waking the chirp, church up, hearing the call and, you know, oh, wow, we have the ability to reach so many more people with technology. And I think it'll make us bolder to do regular evangelism when, when things settle down. But it is interesting to see the world changing so much and people realizing that, oh, well, now we don't have to travel and have uh these, these conference, you know, live meetings as much. And, um, one of, one of the, uh, comments on, on, uh, Bob, your, the, the church live stream was that, oh, now we don't have to cancel church when we have bad weather right. or anything like that. So people are seeing opportunity, uh, for it to be used in other ways too. Yeah. So the, the, the technology is definitely a blessing without it. We would really be, um, I think people would be more stir crazy than they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all all of this, what God is doing in order to tell people about Himself, and you know, He uses us to to do that. Um, really, what's then? What's the ultimate goal? Like, where do you guys see this all headed down? Because I, I mentioned the trumpets briefly, Brett, but um, how do we wrap up that question that people have with? Uh, bad things happening to people. Um, the place that I come to is that because God has a plan for our lives, that he's actually giving us time. He's When we see these things going on, we can know that it's actually God giving us more time to reach out to people. And so I'm not thinking uh, negative in terms of, oh no, this is this is horrible, but Okay, God, I see what you're doing. You're, you're encouraging us to use our time more efficiently to, uh, to be active and, and reaching out to people, and you are giving us the time that we need to do that. I, I agree, Andrew. I think it's it's good for us Christians right now to be mindful of of what's going on, not to be frightened, to be mindful of it, and realize it as opportunity. Instead of, and there's going to be huge uh, sacrifices along the way, but there's also going to be great rewards in uh, in terms of ministry. And so, um, I think that you know, you might call it a shot across the the bow or something along those lines. It's a wake up call. There's lots of ways of describing it, 
the, the, the thing that's important is, is that there probably will be a time afterwards where there's, it's completely the opposite again, you know, uh, it, where there's a, a time where things get back to, you know, the way they were before. I'm not going to call it normal because it's not, it's, it's trading, <laughs> but where, the, you know, we're consumed by consumerism and all the things that we have in our lives. And that's going to be the challenge then to hold on to what people are taking hold of now is uh, can they still have a fine peace in the midst of the storm when the storm is a different kind of storm? You know, those, those are the things that we, uh, in, in China, when they were undergoing great persecution for their belief, uh, there was one leader that said it, it was easier to for them there than it was for the Christians in America, because persecution's easier than you know the, this overwhelming um, sense of, mm-hmm. of of what we need and what we have here. Mm-hmm. In we this have all country. this luxury. <laughs> yeah, and so I I think the challenge like the, the, this is good. It 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 opens the door to people to say to look at the possibilities of a better way. And then we have to prepare them for when the real trial comes back again. Cause this is, I think this is a cyclical thing until Jesus comes now. It just amps up each, each round. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, um, and, and just, you know, just, just definitely right. That prosperity is always, a, has always been more of a problem for the church than persecution. So, you know, we've, we've, we've kind of lived in an age of, of, of prosperity and ease for, for quite some time. Um, but I, but I also think that most people kind of have at least, a uh, um, a kind of a, a vague understanding that the, the world doesn't end peacefully, that, 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 that is a, that there is a cataclysmic, uh, ending to 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 this world as we know it and that's some of the things that they wonder when they see see these things ramping up in the world around this when you know they like you i think you referenced a hurricane and you have similar things that similar questions that come come about and, and now with a you know a pandemic like this uh, but what i find interesting is that when jesus talked about these things the the the, the uh advice that he gave to his disciples was that he said don't be troubled don't be troubled when you when you see these things happening and it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of a a, almost counterintuitive to think of um someone telling you that um you know there's a whole bunch of bad things are going to happen and you're going to hear about them don't be troubled. It's only going to get worse. They may even kill you. But, but, but the, the reason he says that is because he ends up saying, I'm coming back for you, and I've already got that future taken care of. Right. And if we can live, if we can, as Christians, live in this time uh, and not be troubled by it, and I, and I and I don't mean that does that 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 we're not concerned or that we don't do the um, you know the things that are recommended, but I mean that we're not we're not worried about 
okay, if, is this is this the end? Is this going to kill me? Is this you know what's going to happen? That 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 is a witness to other people, and they'll want to know why. You know why isn't that 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 you you don't have the same level of anxiety here that I do? Because because I know what Jesus has promised me. And I have the assurance of his salvation, and I know the future that he has planned for me. So the so the immediacy of of my my life is only something that I have to endure for a time, no matter how uncomfortable it it becomes. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of people coming up with all kinds of conspiracy theories, and to that I I say that. The same thing that that Jesus said that there everything that's in darkness will will be made manifest. You know, light will shine into every corner, and so I'm not so worried about getting it right with why this is happening, right? Because um, honestly, there there's so many things that we don't know about what's going on, and you know, at a certain point, I'm all right with that, um, and. God says that he's going to show us everything that we need to know in order to understand what actually, you know, well, I think we'll look back at this time and the times ahead that are going to be even probably more troublesome. And he's going to say, this is why this happened. You know, this is why, uh, you know, we had everybody stay indoors for a month, two, (laughs) maybe more, but all of this is in God's plan. And, he has uh, he has an answer for us as to why it's all going on. Yeah, I, I I agree, Andrew. There's there's only one conspirator, you know what I mean, and that's Satan. Uh, and so I can't know his plans. I I can't from hit from beginning to end. And and I think they're probably brilliant plans. And so you know, uh, there's nothing I can do about those things. What I what I can do is I can trust in Jesus in His plan. Mm-hmm. And and just you know have peace in in that that plan that is in Jesus and so um, I think that you know uh, I have some friends who are really into conspiracies with what's going on in the government and, and you know worldwide and stuff like that and and my usual response to them and it's probably not the right one is like so what you know what I mean so what um, what does it matter. I said, because, because in the end, you as a Christian know what you should be doing right now. Mm-hmm. What you should be doing is, is you realize the house is on fire and you need to be telling people there's a fire in the house and that, you know, our Lord is coming soon and that salvation is, is visiting them this day. And so we don't have the luxury of sitting around and trying to calculate what the, de- the devil's plan is we don't have that luxury right now right what is the most pertinent information that we need to be focusing on and and telling other people about because yeah when when it's all said and done you know evil will pass away one day one day there's not going to be any more pain or sorrow or tears because the the joy of of god's gift of grace will be so overwhelming that it just we won't think about all the things that have come before us, the, the journey, the struggle that you know, brought us through uh, this time. So, 
Yeah, yeah um, the good point, and that, that that should always be the focus of our witness is trying to communicate that very thought to people. Um, you know, it's it's amazing. I think it's just a human characteristic that we always try to figure out exactly how things are gonna, uh, you know, you know, it's gonna work this way, and 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 invariably, what I've found, it, it never, it, it, things never happen the way that that you that you expected to. And I don't think it ever did. People weren't expecting Jesus to be who he was when he came the first time. You know, they they, they were totally, it was totally, they, they totally had it wrong. And sometimes I think we have things like that in our own, in our own thinking. Whoever thought that, that something like this could totally shut down the world in, in such, in such a blink of an eye. Uh, so, so trying to figure out the hows and, and, you know, trying to, and, 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 have, having having an idea of exactly what's going to cause the, uh, the these end time things to be be precipitated. I think it is really. I don't want to say it's a waste of time, but it's 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 not it's it's not it's it's not the the job that God has laid before us. The job that God has laid before us is saying is to tell other people, well, if you don't have to be trouble either. If, when you go when this is happening you, you, you may be scared and you may be you may be um it may be painful it may be uh challenging but if if, if we have this if we have uh, a knowledge of of who god is and that he does indeed love us that he's a loving god that he's that he's he's already provided a, a mechanism by which we can be with him and that 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 he gives us that to us at, at no cost on um, we just need to believe in in jesus christ and and that that he's doing everything to see that we can spend eternity with him it makes a big difference in how we how we see these things when they they unfold even so, even though they may be surprising in, in how the hows work out at times all right so uh, i think our last question is uh so what are you guys doing to, to keep sane um, and to keep spiritually focused? Because we're not we're not reaching out to people in the same way that that we that we traditionally have been. You know, our, our community center is closed. But what are you guys doing? I have um, virtual meetings on starting this week will be Sunday, uh, Tuesday, Friday. Saturday. So you're doing um, an evangelistic series then? <laughs> uh, just different, different venues of people that uh, people who are interested in what's going on and want a little bit more time. And it's to different, um, I would say, both socioeconomic and uh, classes and groups uh, and even uh, age groups, probably it differs. And it's interesting the people that are listening in on some of these uh, broadcasts. Um, so it's it's pretty cool because it's keeping me on my toes. You know, I'm not I, I have to with each each different venue I have to um, consider delivery a little bit differently. And I'm working on some other stuff. I've you know I've had some ideas I wanted to work on in terms of things I want to make, and uh, so I'm. You know, doing patent searches and stuff like that. Right now, so. Great. 
How about you, Bob? Yeah, I think as as weird as this sounds, it seems like I'm busier now um, with with things than than I was before this all happened. Um, one of the things I've been trying to do is there's um, in in our particular church there's you know we have some elderly people and um, people who are a little bit more intimidated by the technology and unsure if this you know if 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 it's safe to use because they're afraid and so I, I I make I make sure that I, I talk to them every week I, you know I contact people every week and check in with them see how they're doing make sure that they're they're okay that's one of the things that I've been doing I've been trying to spend a little time every day doing some writing on some projects that Jeff and I have been working on as well. Um, and uh, just to keep myself busy uh, from a, just a, a physical standpoint, I decided to remodel a bathroom too. So, okay. so I have that project going on as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it is kind of amazing that I think, think I got, more things to, to occupy my time now than I did before this all happened. But, you know, I praise God that, that we have the, 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 the technology to communicate in this way and to, to kind of keep uh, touch base with people and, and keep track of people um, without, you know, putting ourselves in danger or doing that, which, you know, people are recommended we don't do. So mm-hmm. uh, I heard you guys were working on a book together with your other brother, David. We have several ideas that, you know, we're floating right now. We're trying to do something little right now that is for this period of time, but uh, kind of some follow-up stuff to the ethicist model as well. Yeah, eventually. Well, 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 uh, yeah, those two projects there that Jeff mentioned, one is, is kind of maybe a small booklet to talk about some of the things that we talked about today. Uh, and put it in written form that you can give to people that might provide a, a way of them finding some peace and assurance in their lives. Um, and then, and then, yeah, we're look, we're looking at the, the Capernaum follow up to the Ephesus model too. Been working on that a bit. All right, yeah, I, I can't wait to talk more about the about the Capernaum model when we have more information because that, in the same way that if if our listeners have uh, looked at the Ephesus model, you know, we can see all that same information. Uh, what, what the Haskells did, what Paul did, and we can see that all in the ministry of Jesus. And uh, I'm really excited uh, when, when we can uh, talk more about um, a physical book uh, coming out. So, all right. Well, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can have, uh, some of that information that you guys mentioned, like with Jeff's uh, uh, project that he's working on right now, the uh, the live stream opportunity. Maybe uh, if you guys want to keep an eye on our Facebook page, we'll uh, we'll put some more information out there about what's been going on, and um, uh, keep us in your prayers as well as we're keeping our our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ in prayer. And uh, this has all been recorded. Uh, on Zoom, so you can check out our our Facebook page to see a video of us talking uh, and see if our radio voices match our faces. <laughs> All right. Well, I should mention, Andrew, I haven't had a, a haircut in six weeks, so. <laughs> I, I don't need one. 
Uh, you got it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. And we will talk to you next time. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jeff. And I'm Bob. All right. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.